0: Hey, it's me, Mandile, and this is summer reflection number eight on disagreeing with people. I recently had a really intense discussion with someone who holds a completely different view from me on a certain issue. Now, I won't go into detail about what the argument slash passionate debate was about, but it was truly unlike anything I've ever been a part of. So as many of you know, I was born and raised in Zimbabwe. I am Zimbabwean, but I've been in the US for four full years now. And with that has come a lot of change. I came to the States at a time where I still had a lot of growing to do emotionally and mentally. And the result of this was a lot of cognitive dissonance and just rapid growth that has left me virtually Americanized. Which is neither good nor bad. I don't think about the way my views have been shaped by my time here at a liberal arts college and in this country in general until I have conversations with people from my home country that's when i realized that i speak in political binaries left and right conservative and liberal actually the very fact that i even engage in political discussions is so foreign to me as an individual as Mandile and as a Zimbabwean i think a lot more about individual rights and i'm aware of what else is going on in the world elsewhere and most importantly, I've learned that engaging in tough conversations and ultimately disagreeing with people is okay. Or at least that's what I thought I had learned. When I had that argument with that person, let's call them X, I couldn't even believe that I was engaging in such a conversation because four years ago, I would never have been able to express my opinion so assertively and clearly, I would have much rather opted for the classic line, let's agree to disagree, which I learned from men in black, or simply avoided conflict at all. While I'm proud of myself for being able to think critically about the way the world is set up, looking back I realized just how adamant I was about what I believed leaving no room for X's opinion. During the conversation, I found myself getting frustrated and heated, making shocked faces and shaking my head while they were speaking to make sure that they knew that they were completely wrong. When I first came to the States, I was called close-minded and basically unenlightened because of the beliefs and values that were instilled in me by my family and by the Zimbabwean society at large. But the very fact that I even came to live and learn in the States and stayed at the liberal arts college whose values and principles were completely different from mine, isn't that as open-minded as it gets? I bet a lot of Americans would have a hard time living in Zimbabwe for four years and learning there. Anyway, I'm not here to crap on Americans and their way of doing things. This is about me. I listened to an episode by NPR's Life Kit podcast and it was titled, You're Probably Not As Open-Minded As You Think. In this episode, they highlighted that 85% of people say they are more open-minded than people in their group and I think that pretty much aligns with where I stand or at least where I thought I stood before my conversation with X. In the podcast they also highlight that to be open-minded you have to be curious and I was anything but that during the argument. I gasped when X shared their opinion and expanded on their points, I spoke over them and interrupted them because my agenda was to make sure that I was heard, forgetting the dialogue can only take place with two people. All the curiosity that got me through four years of college and led me to even have conversations with diverse guests on this podcast went out the door when it came to disagreeing on this one social issue. Here are the three things I learned from that encounter. Number one, I learned that I have a hard time disagreeing with people now more than ever, as Americanized as I am or as different as I am from where I stood before I came here. My debate with X left me feeling physically uncomfortable, and I mean that. I recall actually shuddering and feeling restless during and after the conversation. My brain could not process what had happened or the fact that X even held that position on that topic. Being able to disagree with people and express my opinions without closing myself off to other people is one of the best ways to make advances. What if I went into my debate with X without thinking that I was right? Five or six years ago, there's a chance that I would have held the same view as X. And yet here I was borderline demonizing them for continuing to hold a similar view. Two, I learned that I need to diversify or expand my circle. The Life Kit episode I mentioned earlier says that from 2007 to 2016, anti-gay bias decreased by 64% in the US, and they attributed that decrease to the fact that our cities and towns are becoming more diverse in terms of sexual orientation, but there are so many other ways in which we're still segregated as much as my circle is diverse in some ways, especially when it comes to identity markers, it's quite exclusive in other ways such as thought processes and socio-political opinions. So I'm starting to ask myself, when I look at my circle, do I only see people who think like me? And finally I learned that in an argument, in a disagreement, or even after an argument or a disagreement. I cannot put all my energy into changing that singular person through my words. I've learned that it's absolutely okay to disagree with people, and maybe cut ties with them if their opinion completely opposes your fundamental values, but even if I want the other person to agree with me, I have to wait for them to do it in their own time, if ever.